Glory to God. It's my prayer that the spirit of understanding will be at work for us to understand what we'll be talking. This morning, by the grace of God, we want to touch on an attitude that affects our proper positioning to enjoy the majesty of God. An attitude that fights against our lifting. Amen. Amen. We'll take our time to go through it. If we don't finish on Thursday, I will continue. Because it's very, very important to me. Now, let's take this point very seriously. God is not deficient. God is not deficient at all. Whatever God says he has done, he has done it. When he says you are this, that is who you are. So we have been so blessed by the Lord that our present position shouldn't be so. Is God unfaithful? Has he withdrawn his blessings? Does he hate us? It is just that there are certain attitudinal positions that we assume that stop us from enjoying the fullness of what God has programmed. And I just want to talk about one of them today. So this morning we are dealing with the attitude of anxiety or worry. Attitude of anxiety or worry. There are so many people who are so full of worry they behave as if the entire weight of the world is placed upon their shoulders. Amen. Amen. <laughs> In Nigeria, if you tell somebody, don't worry, you say, I'm not from worry. That is to say, I am not capable of worrying. I say this without any factory. I don't worry about anything. Because I saw David say something. He said, um, my eyes, my mind are set like a flint. There's no sideways looking. I'm not looking back. I'm set. 
And Apostle Paul says, none of these things. None of these things. That's what? That's what? None of these things move me. Not one. So there are challenges in life. There's a rolling of the enemy at all times. He says, Satan is your enemy. He rolls. He goes about rolling like a lion, which he is not. In the animal kingdom, when the lion rises from his point of rest, he sounds a warning to every other beast that the king is about to move. When he rouses like that, there is order in the forest. Praise God. They call the king of the forest. Now, but they never want to use the image of the lion to intimidate people. You want to embark on a project? Then he tells you your time is so limited. You are about to die. Now, when you start this, you will not be able to pull through. Your resources are limited. He begins to talk to you. And because you grant him audience, he puts fear on your inside. And you begin to neglect God. And think you can use human ability to do what Bible says over and over again, be anxious for nothing. Don't. Now, do you know that anxiety is the reason why some women cannot sustain pregnancy? Wouldn't say? Sometimes ago in nineteen ninety-five, I had returned from Nigeria on my first return. And a sister had been introduced to me. Now I was told that she got pregnant and the seventh month. She lost the pregnancy. So I remember counseling her. Then one day I was there, the Holy Ghost just prompted me, go to Dana's, Dana's house. I took my wife, we went there. If you had gone there with me to see the woman and the frame in which she was, vibrating. Vibrating. Sister, what's the matter? Said, what happened to me a year ago 
it's about to happen again. Then I said, God forbid. I said, say God forbid. Ah. So we began to share scriptures with her. Satan had brought a picture of abortion. Shown her the picture and she could not resist it so the picture had gained roots in her mind and she was expecting miscarriage we began to speak the word of God to her and after that began to minister to her in diverse ways and I told her that this one will not be aborted this one will go full term and you will give birth not by any artificial means but the natural way and I told her just believe what I have told you and what you read from the Bible you may have pains but that is not abortion why I had a testimony that happened in the ministry where I was in Nigeria when a lady went to her bishop and said she was miscarrying and the bishop asked her what is the meaning of miscarrying she said I'm seeing blood then he asked her are you pregnant of blood or pregnant for a baby is blood equal to baby she said no so, so shut up you can keep on bleeding but you give birth that was the third month and that's how it happened she kept on bleeding and the child kept on growing you can't beat God but it is so easy for us to shift ourselves from God's own path and begin to do things our own way that's what anxiety does and I will show you a few things in the scriptures like I said I'm not going to rush I'm not going to rush at all because there are many of us here who have that problem you are too anxious about many things even when you dream you think it is real now ask a question several times now you see if you dream and you see coffin and, and they said you are dead have you ever seen a dead man who is seeing things that a dead man is hearing things that's a trick of the enemy now when you saw yourself in a mansion in your dream and you woke up did you see the mansion did somebody bring the mansion to you it was a dream amen, amen. any negative dream you have just dismiss it do what stop, stop keeping diary of dreams that are worrisome. In 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 2020 
19, I dreamt and woke up as soon as all time, and these things are happening. You, you, you have not been able to say that one morning as you were studying the word of God, God showed you something that excited you and you are trusting God to see that thing come to pass. That one you don't have even record of it. It is very, very easy for us to push God aside. Because we have not been able to understand him. And we have not been able to trust him. From the throne of majesty flows the love of God. The providence of God. And the power that is in the Holy Ghost. Flowing from the throne of majesty. Is favor. If you are a product of that throne. Then you enjoy favor that brings success. Wisdom that makes you overcome the works of the enemy. Boldness that makes you look at death and say it is not for me. From the throne of majesty. If you are a product of that throne, then only good things come from there. And you must understand that the God who helps someone to rise is the same God you are serving. If you raise someone from the dust, and place him upon the the, the the highest the high heights of life, he can do the same thing for you. So to me, And what makes it interesting is that he loves you just as he loves that person. You have belittled yourself for so long. Even when God shows you something, you say, I saw you too. I heard him. But it's not for people like us. I don't even have the means. So let me share with somebody else. I've told you that in 1968, I, 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 I saw Loto numbers in the dream. Five of them. I was about to enter secondary school. And there was no money. But I have never believed in gambling and all those things. I don't. I saw five numbers. Then when I woke up, I, I forgot the last one. But I took a piece of chalk and I wrote the four. And I told the man that I was sleeping with in a, in a place called South Interest in Kumasi. I I could teach her. numbers be. And I told the man I was living with that I have received some numbers. Go and stick it. Yeah, see, he looked at me and he was wondering why I wouldn't go and stick it myself. No, no, He went to stick it. But with is it six pesos or five pesos? No, then And when they called the numbers, they followed like that. Quick, quick, quick. As they, was call, they were calling, I remembered the last one. But now, it was late. 
What am I talking about here? Then and make our hand. Some things happen in your life. That you may oh, not understand. I won't But God is God. He can use just anybody and any means. So you don't look at your circumstances, your anxiety will be too much. Forget about your name. You have a name that you are not conscious of. He has given us a name. Hmm? Yeah. What name did he give to us? What name? Jesus. Jesus. When he sees us, he sees Jesus. So the name they gave to you that has no meaning. Forget about it. You have a name that has meaning. And because that name goes before you, doors must always open unto you. Amen. I'm not someone that somebody can come and just bully around. Do you know me? Who are you? What's the meaning of that one? Do you know me? Now, I, I like people who say that kind of thing. The answer I will give to you, you won't like it. If you ask me, do you know me? Then I know who you are. You are a dead, a dead person walking about. A moving corpse. A person with no future. Everyone who is in Christ has not asked that question, do you know me? Because when you appear, they must know you. They must, you, should, you should know who you are. We are talking. Do you know I'm the commissioner? You have lost your job already. I'm the minister of what? Minister of what? During one of the military regimes, we were at the airport here, at the VIP lodge. I went with my uncle, who was to the uh, what do you call it? Um, or, what do you call it? External Affairs Ministry. So, we were there waiting to receive someone from Guinea, and then the commandant of the place, one military guy, came and he asked, "Are all these people VIPs?" Now, they were going to meet somebody here at the airport. Amen. Now, the man asked, are all these VIPs? So my, my uncle answered him, is VIP written on foreheads? No, I said, in Kofu, I'm going to go to the airport. I said, I'm going to go to the airport. So, he asked somebody, who is this man? No, said, where are you going? So the person told him who he was. What kind of nonsense is this? Is VIP written on the foreheads of people? But there is something that is written on your forehead. That when the enemy sees you, he reads. And he knows who you are. So don't be anxious in life. As if you are nobody. And that you are nobody. Amen. Amen. You are a product of the throne of majesty. And among the forces that flow from the throne is your favor. Nothing can stop you. Your father says the earth 
is mine. Everything that is there belongs to me. And then you are saying you have nobody. The requirement that God you know, expects from us to be able to enjoy the art flow of the throne is faith. Faith in God, faith in his power, faith in his word. Faith. You may fall today, but if you know your God, you will not sleep there. You will get up and be going. So all these things, Mewu is prophetic. If you say Mewu, that means you are about to die. So we get ready and be and go and see you off. Yes. And that's when you will know that you are dead because by the time we get there and we all we are all returning and you are alone, you know you know that you are dead. Why should the first thing that comes from your mouth in the moment of challenges be mewo? I'm dead. I'm dead. Why? <laughs> when Peter began to sink, what he did was to ask God to help him. Help me, Lord. He didn't call his father. One friend, Eja. Your own, you call your father. Have faith in the fact that God is faithful when he says he cares for you. So the majesty of God how great this God is the splendor of God is what emphasizes to you that when he says he cares he is able to care I like us to read something from Revelations before I continue 5.12 glory to God What's going on? Can't, is the prompt not working? Why do you call this one? Is it prompter or whatever? What do you call it? The monitor? Uh, can someone read for us then? Take it again. Worthy is the lamb that was what? Yes. Who was that lamb that was slain? Why are you why are you not confident enough to say Jesus? Are you afraid? 
brilliant children in class don't care whether they are wrong or not. They just say what comes to them. They don't care. They will just say what they want to say. And at the you get to know whether it is right or wrong. While there are some there who are sharp, they know the thing, but they are afraid. Fear, fear, fear is not from God. Would they beat you? That's the reason why some of you get boys here has not you've not been able to tell any girl that you want to marry. Hey. You are afraid. Because they will say no. If they say no, is it printed on your forehead? You're not ready for any business. This one says no. Go to the next person. He says no, the next person. You will get yes very soon. Hallelujah. The Lord. Stop calling Epaphras. Stop calling Epaphras. Epaphras' problem is not who to marry. No, 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 no. no. He lives in abundance of women. Oh! Glory to God. Gabi. Gabi. Gabi, you are not ready. Be careful. Uh Hallelujah. Don't let fear push you into a corner. And push you into a hole. Be bold. Be bold. To say who you are. Be bold to say, I have a father who has all I need and you want to give to me everything that I need is ready so I cannot lack every time every time you squeeze yourself as if your name is Amwako and to some corner that is not the best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Matthew That's chapter Matthew. 6. Now, all those things that we read from chapter 5 of Revelations, Jesus received them for us. For who? So everything mentioned there is what he received for you and for myself. So sit down and look at those things and begin to appropriate them in your life. One of them is called blessing. That one takes care of every curse. And every reproach. He didn't say blessings. Blessing. So you are blessed. Whatever works against people shouldn't work against you. That is what Jesus got for you. So the things that happened in your lineage some years ago, your great, 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 who saw God and decided to go to an idol. 
and now began to suffer it shouldn't happen to you don't think about it the day you got born again that lineage was changed amen amen if you want to be a historian be a proper historian one who knows the things that jesus did and what he stands to gain not the one who knows how many demons kill some people. One of the greatest things we are suffering in this nation are people who know the past. They know the past. But don't see any future. They don't know the present, they know the past. This person was like this before. How is he like today? That is the problem we have in this nation. Friends, if you start seeing me writing in newspapers now, don't be surprised. They are, push, they are pushing me into it. They are pushing me. And very soon they will see me. Look, if you claim to love Ghana, and everything you do is against Ghana, just because of a personal selfish interest, are you not an enemy? The shoe I'm wearing was made in Kumasi. So this morning, when David was putting it on me, I, I told him, I said, This is, was made in Kumasi. People come from UK and other places in Europe to come and buy shoes from him. But those of us who are here will not buy because it's from Kumasi. Somebody is doing the craft work they are having over there on this every wing. They look at it and then they spit and go away. The same work can go to Europe and come back to you and you buy at an expensive rate. What, what is wrong with our minds? Wrong attitude. Because nothing good can come from us. That's our worry. Nothing good. Nothing good. We can't trust our God. And we cannot trust even ourselves. So the people in Ghana who are producing things will not put foreign names on those things. They will just put Taiwan or put something there and then you go and buy. Yes, yes. It's all over the place. Ghana rice because we don't have trust in our God that God can also make this nation become great as the ones that we know elsewhere. All of them went to their challenges. You have not found out. We are even better. 
I'm telling you. Look at how COVID is dealing with them over there. <laughs> the same thing, the same thinking is what we bring to our lives and to our Christianity. No confidence. When will you know yourself? Be anxious for nothing. How would the Lord say that kind of thing to you? Because you don't have any reason to be anxious. You don't have any reason. Everything that you need have been provided for. You have no business to be anxious. When we are talking, say, I need a new dress, to go and do what? To go and do what? That's why you keep on piling up dresses upon dresses. And Internal. I don't know, I don't know what you are looking for. Internal. Personally, Internal. don't be offended though. Don't be like me. But I'm telling you something about yourself. Uh, Every money that comes your way, you must get a new dress. If you're a married woman, who are you dressing for? It's not your husband. Who, who do you want to please? When I press a woman, eh? I think. See, the, the, fashion, the fashion of the moment is like this married woman. Only, you have expired. <laughs> now, listen. This, no, no, no. Don't get, don't get me wrong. The aspiration here is that you are not like those who are not married, that are sending application letters through their dressing. And things like that. You, you are married. Just be decent. Be what? Be decent. And take care of the little that you have. Your children are in school. You're not thinking about those ones. The person who doesn't have any child to take care of is changing shoes every day. Your children are in school. Their school, school fees is growing every day. And you are behaving like a person without sense. I'm sorry if you are offended. Forgive me. And the ones that I am afraid of are the men who behave like that. Hallelujah. Ah. Who put this one there? I said six. And that's what he found. Matthew six twenty-five. Yeah. Are we there? Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat or what you will drink. Nor about your body. What you will put on. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Do you know why some car owners began to squeeze their drivers, all these taxi drivers? 
And because they met, all of them met at some Bukateria. I mean, sorry. The owner of the car bought his food. And the driver bought his food. The driver's fufu had been buried under meat. The car owner's own two pieces of meat. He turned and saw the driver swimming through meat, pieces of meat. Yes. As soon as he got back home, he increased the sales he has to make a day. And we do many, many things that he was doing for him. If there's anything wrong with the car, you repair it. So you, if you buy the car, isn't it Do you know what is troubling that person? How will people see me? If they see me with a bowl of fufu with just one piece of meat on it. So let me make them know that I meet to a day. And you are eating your future. You are eating what? Your future. If some of them are so mad that they don't leave chop money in the house, they go to eat outside. They are worried about how people will look them, the estimation of people concerning their lives, so they must do things that will please them. If you have met any person who had controlled money before, and had to take a turn around to do things that you think he should not be doing, if you meet somebody like that, let him tell you his story. If you meet somebody like me who was privileged to be pastoring thousands of people and I had to come back home and be handling my tens and twenties. And nobody chasing from that place. The least church I pastored was 2,000 plus. Apart from the one that I was privileged to be a pioneer pastor there. But life is not all about the things that you see. Sometimes it's important for you to take a step back. You don't live your life to please men. If your life is a policeman, you will never succeed in life. What will people say? But that is the most stupid thing I've ever heard. What will people say? What about what will God say? What will God say? The worries. We worry too much. We are too anxious to be at certain positions in life that we go about destroying our destinies. There's a young man in the church that is uh, connected to me. If, if you should come to this church now, today, you will locate all the 
cars, beautiful cars over there, and take photographs standing by each of them. One I called him lawyer. The day first day we met, he asked me a series of questions, so I called him lawyer. But when we are looking for people who are making progress, some that came to meet him in the church are now handling groups, but he is there. He lives a false life. And there are many people in church who live false lives. Who are you trying to please? Your problem is worry. I am a graduate. Oh, I must behave like graduates. If my mates are this, I should be that. You take inspiration from those who have gone ahead. But your life is not determined by them. The one that runs a race with the intent of winning never looks to the left or not to the right. But he looks at the tape and keeps on going. Anxiety is distrust, this distrusting God. Distrusting, you don't trust God. That's why you are anxious. That is the opposite of faith. I know that you did opposite. Did you opposite? I don't <laughs> Anxiety is not doing this how. Oh, ha, yeah. You were You have forgotten about your father that he owns every man. All the men and the women on this world, he owns. If you want someone to come in here and do something that we are looking for, he will bring that person. Do not worry about your life. Because actually, you don't have life. You are living by his life. You cannot make that life better. Except you are with him. Jesus says, I want to change you. But come and follow me. What do you mean you follow? Follow means what? Follow. Watch me. Do as I do. Speak the way I speak. Just, just look up to me. And then you become the kind of person that I am. Now, The Bible says when you read that passage from um, 25 all the way down 34, you will discover that you cannot add anything to the natural things God has placed in your life. I've told you that abortion, either physical, what do you call it? Abortion. Or abortion of business, abortion of projects in life, abortion of dreams. 
majority of such is from anxiety. I want to get there first. People who are anxious depend on human methods. So they are always looking for someone to tell them what to do. Looking for some connection somewhere. Somebody must be somewhere to help me. If that person is not there, I'm finished. You are just entering school. You are in the first year. And you are trying to behave like one who is in the final year. They are writing the exams. Your own has only been started. You have not learned anything. But you are living under the fever of those who are writing exams. Is that how this thing is? Can I really get to that place? Oh, to who? Uh, you are calling on people. Have you ever stayed in the village before? You go to farm, and at the end of the day, when you want to go, you are calling the others around that you are going. If they are ready, let's go together. Or when there's a challenge, you call. You understand? You see, but you, a time will come when you call and nobody will respond. Your own. It is now you and your God. Go down. Go down. Read those things for yourself. I'm, I'm looking for something else. Listen. Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? A cubit is about 18 inches. Can you add that one to your natural stature? That's your height. Or can, it, can you make your life better by worrying? People who worry are always stagnant in life. They are what? Stagnant. People who worry fail exams. I'm not saying this because uh, I'm an old vandal. <laughs> we used to stand at the balcony and be shouting. We just shout, 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 shout anyhow. In the night when people are sleeping, you go to the balcony, you to the observatory, and then you stand and shout and shout and shout and shout. And people were complaining and said, you don't know what we are doing. When you shout, you are releasing strength. Tension out, strength in. There is something they call catharsis. When there's a pent up on your inside, look for how to release it. So we shout. Now I still shout. Why are you? Hmm. Hmm. 
go and buy coffee. From the looks of things, this thing will kill me. I have told my wife that they are lose appetite. They should go and buy coffee. That's the only thing that will qualify them to buy coffee when I lose appetite. I don't have anybody I'm losing the appetite to. If he said, My mouth is not the owner of the food. My stomach is only to keep and pass it on. The mouth receives it, you push it down. So when you say your mouth is bitter and so you cannot eat, something is wrong with you. That is my mind. It's my mind for several years growing up as a child. And it has blessed me brain. so much, so I'm not anxious about anything. That my mouth is bitter. Hey, there's no problem about that one. How many of you pay for four pounds? So there is resistance, but you push the food. Just push it. You need to be strong to overcome that sickness. You worry too much. Some of you have worried for so long, you have no evidence to show. After the worry, in life, eat what you can and can what you cannot. No. What you cannot eat, can eat. Put it in a can uh, against the next opportunity. Yes. Fashion Kongkong. Maybe it's a china over to me. So don't kill yourself. Oh, I will show you an example very soon in Asidam. Two personalities in the Old Testament. I will say it on Thursday, I will read the scriptures with you. Chapter 13 of First Samuel. The man, Prophet Samuel, had told King Saul to wait for him at the battlefield to come and offer sacrifices to God before they will go and fight. Samuel delayed in going. If somebody tells you that he is going to help you so because and that he will come on Monday Monday begins at midnight Sunday, Monday, 12 to the next midnight. That is Monday. By 4 p.m. the person has not come. 6 o'clock, 9, 10, 
no do on my oma oma we dey mekoda oni mi say oma no da da me oyin ade you know you not come and you kwasia bia no do atem he knows you not come and he asked me to wait what nonsense mami nkoda let me go and sleep. Me do me phone cry now. I'm a friend can cry I'm switching off my phone before he calls me. I tell me any nonsense. Because you have agreed with the devil to go and sleep, he will help you to sleep. If you say when you are born, some as soon as you sleep, the call will come through. You call call for him get you. Then he will send a message. I tried to reach you at 10:30, but I couldn't get through. Wanted you to know that I was coming to your house to give you what I promised. You wake up in the morning, if you are like somebody like me, I may not see that message till about the next two, three days. Somebody sent a very powerful message to me on 24 December. I didn't see it until two days ago. So he's one is better because somebody's on trust after one year. It's not deliberate, When I go to WhatsApp, I check the immediate ones. One, two, three, four, five, six, ten, eleven, twelve. Those are the things that those are the ones that are working. You understand? And if you if you <laughs> pass, I don't go see. So it should be good for you to keep on sending the message. Just send it, send it, send it. It's not a good thing, but you see, that is um actually. I'm trying to overcome gradually. I'm making progress. You couldn't wait until the end. Saul said, I saw the Philistines come together. And I saw my own army scattering. And you were not inside. Now, so I decided to offer the sacrifice unto God. And it was not his due to do that. And prophets somewhere told him something. He told him that he had acted foolishly. Now, in verse 11 of that chapter 13, and Samuel said, What have you done? So said, When I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that you did not show up, you didn't come within the days appointed. And that the Philistines gathered together at Mishmash. Then I said, the Philistines will then, I mean, will now, is it there? Yeah. Go to the next verse, please. Then I said, the Philistines will now come down on me at Gilgal. And I have not made supplications to the Lord. Therefore, I felt compelled by circumstances and situations and offered a burnt offering. The next verse. And Samuel said to Saul, 
you have done foolishly. Why? The day had not ended. Anxiety. The thought of defeat. So he went against God. He said, you have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. Next verse. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. And the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. What was he trying to keep? It was a kingdom he wanted to keep. What was he seeking to do that he would remain king? But he was too anxious about retaining his position and having victory over Philistines moved by the scattering of the people and began to doubt God. And he lost the kingdom. That is the offense. And that is the offense many of us are going through. God said, you shall be the head. And not the tail. He said, with my background, it's not possible. Amen. Amen. If you can face life with faith and press on, the things that you thought you would never be able to achieve in life, you will surely achieve them. Boldness and commitment to things that are in your dream. Trusting the Lord that with him you can always make it. Will take you from one level of glory to another. Don't be anxious about anything. Sincerely you are helpless. Except his help reaches you. And because he said he will help you unto the end. Then trust in him. In Second Chronicles chapter 20, there's a contrast over there. Enemies came against Judah. They came in their, in their numbers. They came. Look at verse 3 of chapter 20, Second Chronicles. And Jehoshaphat feared. So it is, it is, it is, you are permitted to be afraid. It's a natural thing. Science people will say there's the secretion of what? Adrenaline or something? Yeah, you know, some fear will come at once. It doesn't mean you are backslidden. It's a, it's a natural biological thing. Can you pass it? And if you are conscious of who you are, when that thing happens, you gather your loins together to go and go through the fog no matter what is happening. He feared and set himself to seek the Lord. Do you see that? There was a challenge. 
this thing could mean something like a doom to our nation but he set himself to seek the law and proclaim the fast throughout all judah you are facing challenges in your business every indication that says that you are going to fail you are free to be afraid but get back to where your help is amen amen get back to where your help is set days apart begin to seek the face of god and when you hear what he's saying you also trumpet it and wake up from that corner of your room where you've been praying and go forth to your place of work with determination and a shout of victory that it is over. My pastor's wife was sick. It was very serious. All of us were afraid so many years ago. In 1990, we were afraid. And uh, he left us in the house, his house, and went to the church to sprawl before the Lord. You did not call me to bury the dead. You didn't call me to bury the dead. You brought this woman to help me. She has just come in, she cannot die. He battled over there like that, battled fear, battled the devil, not God. You don't battle God. You battle the issues that are working against you. And began to decree. And he came to the house. When he came, he said, it is over. And then we asked him, what is over? He said, mommy is fine now. Go and check. That's faith. But when it began, the first shaking, there was no faith. It was not there. He was shaking. But he gathered himself together to do the extraordinary. This man said himself to seek the Lord. A challenge has come to the family. Call your spouse. Hold your hands together and say no and begin to chart a new course for the family begin to chart a new course for it's not time for you to start fighting it's not time for you to start blaming one another it's time to hold your hands and talk to God it must not be so and press on I'm saying this one to the men we don't want to express our challenges even when we are sick we don't want to show it maybe that will make us less men so we want to keep it and fight it alone there's a problem at the office and you feel that you can't share with your wife because it will wound her I have gone through that thing before 
until I came to understand from scriptures when two agree concerning any matter here on this earth and ask the Lord an answer will come hallelujah friends a brother in church call that brother and tell the brother pray with me do what? Pray with me. It doesn't mean you are weak or you're not a Christian. The scripture provides that kind of thing. Call your pastor. Pastor, pray with me. The way things are going in the business, I need the hand of God. And when your pastor decrees, go forth and do it. Finally, I remember a testimony Dr. Odebo shared one time. He was having some challenge in his chest. And he went for x-ray and they said there was a hole, some dark spot in his heart. He did his initial fighting. He said, it cannot be so. It's not possible. Then he called his father, Abishop Idahosa. And said, Papa, they said there is a dot in my heart. The man just burst out into tongues like that. He said, David, there's nothing there. Go back and check. And that was it. He had faith in his leader. Some of you are Why should I go and tell pastor? I don't want anyone to hear this thing. Oh. If you don't want to hear, anybody to hear, let me tell you something. A boy about if you don't want anybody to hear, when it smells, we will hear or smell. When it starts decaying, everybody will know. Yes. The earlier, the better. Rise to your feet. Lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. He has given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. In his majesty, there's a flow of blessings that comes to us. He is no respecter of persons. If he makes someone rich, then you are also rich. If God has lifted someone, you cannot be down. Don't be anxious. The world is speaking to you in a different fashion. Don't listen to what the world is saying. Trust in the Lord. I don't know where your anxiety is. I don't know where your worry is. I want you to look at the particular thing that you are so worried about and decree and end to it. Just decree and end to that. Today. Is that a marriage? Is it your business? You are worried about your business, about your children? Your worrying is not a solution to the challenge you are having. Look at it. And look at the Lord that sits in majesty. And that's where you belong. And begin to address the issue. I stand in faith with you this morning. And decree an end to your anxieties and your worries. In the name of Jesus Christ. You will not because of anxiety miss out on the blessings of God. As you depart from here today. You are walking into your success and your victory. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will not be the one that people will look at and begin to pity. You are a man of substance, a woman of reverence. Go forth and be who God has made you to be. You are blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I say glory to God. Hallelujah.